0: Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. This episode is titled Chitter Chatter. It originally aired on August 9, 2020. Welcome to uh, Silver Sunday. Welcome back to everyone. Welcome back to my murderer's roll here. So before, I'm, g- I'm going to try to get a, um, a like a regular pattern or schedule the way these things go. Uh, so I'm going to try it today. I, I, I have me a I have me a list here, uh, and so I'm going to try to follow this. I'm going to try. it said, I am Roland man. I am the chief wrangler here, uh, and a lot of times it's like herding cats. Um, but it's one of those things uh, that I enjoy doing because it's comic books. And as I tell my students all the time, what's not to love about comic books, right? Uh, so I am the writer of, of Cat and Mouse and of Trump's, which is uh, Kickstarter, which is coming up in September. We're just about a month away from that. So really excited. Good news is, uh, update on those, is Cat and Mouse 3 has been completely penciled. And I'm sure we'll get a look at that, a lot more update. From somebody else on this page um and trump's i think we have about three pages i don't don't hold me to this he's not here so i can't get the exact number but about three pages left to pencil um and so it's looking great both of these are looking uh, very good and I'm, I'm very excited about it um curtis tell everybody who
1: you are okay i'm curtis fujita i'm an artist uh, uh, books, video games and animation, but I'm also the creative director at Silverline. and the editor on Kalis, and a little update on Kalis, Um I'm actually I've actually read uh, issue three and issue four. So I get to actually see the entire first mini series and it is awesome. Brent and the team are doing a bang up job. It's really, really good. So like I was telling Brent, I said the best part about being Kalis is I get to be a fan of a project I'm the editor on. So you guys are in for some really cool stuff.
0: And, and and might I fish for another
1: project, another Curtis project? Oh, my? my, my yeah. Project? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes <laughs> Oh, that. Well, it's, yeah, my, my comic book, uh, tentatively titled Shadow Ghost, I'm working on it now. I've laid out the uh, plot synopsis and been doing a lot of concept art and world building and things like that, gearing up to start production.
0: So it was still early in the in the in the in the production of it, but it's just coming along right exactly, exactly. excellent very cool
2: uh becca who are you hi I'm becca Winslow. I am a inker and colorist for silver the silver line <laughs> um, I am inking something big nope.
0: No, <laughs>
3: something big's not happening anymore.
2: That's <laughs> not fair. The Dropbox is still called <laughs> it. Um, oh, reject. I thought I rename that. No, it's still called something big. Oh. But I am inking rejects that roll in control, which I'm re- uh, working on some character designs right now. And um, <clears throat> the colors for Fire Rush and the flatter for Marauder.
0: And we're going to get to see some of the, the your inking tonight as well, right? Mm-hmm. Give me a share. Uh, Is anybody sharing right now, Brett? You know what? We'll go through... We'll finish the introductions so that we can see everybody's face as big as possible. And then uh, as soon as we're done with the introductions, Becky, you share. We'll start with you. Okay. Okay. Barb! Who are you?
4: Uh, My name is Barb Kelberg, and I am the anchor on Cat and Mouse, which I just completed issue number three. So... It looks wonderful. That's off to uh, the letters and the colorists. I am currently inking Divinity, my book, um, and coloring Sirens
0: at the same time.
4: I I (laughs) ink during the day and I color at night. That's what I do. I color when I'm sitting in front of the TV. So
0: So it's not something you're ambidextrously doing, right? No.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I just trade off.
0: That would be cool to see, though, right? Inking with your right hand, coloring with your left. I'm not that talented. <laughs> Very cool, and and you look comfy tonight. You in a you in a new location?
4: Yeah, this is this is my iPad location. This is oh. my iPad chair in the yeah. corner of my studio. So
5: you look all actually
0: kicked back and relaxed. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very cool, Aaron. Tell everybody who you are.
5: I am Aaron Humphreys. I am the penciler. Just the penciler thank you thank you you're yes. welcome right. on uh on we, we fire rush. <laughs> um, rush which just finished up its kickstarter and um i am also doing my own comic series goblins which i'm actually doing the final touchers on issue eight of the series i'm doing the back cover and the front cover like right now and then that one's out the door and then issue nine hopefully will be done i'm usually do every two months so hopefully in the next two months i'll get that done
0: and I'm excited to say that one of our stretch goals, uh, the first for
5: five issues, yeah, oh, for Fire
0: Rush and Bloodline. For so, for all of you who who supported Fire Rush and Blood, uh, i saying that and Bloodline, you're going to get the first five issues of Godling, So, yes. uh, a, a sweet stretch goal there that we were able to make. Very cool. Uh, Pete, tell everybody who you
6: are. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Additionally, I'm also just a seller. <laughs> everyone that comes before us has all these different titles and all these different books they're doing but uh, i just do one book um so i'm doing on the pencil on champ and miss fury uh that's what we're calling it yeah um what it will eventually be called who knows um yeah so you're going to see me penciling page eight or starting page eight. i won't get it all done this evening i'm afraid but um yeah we'll be on page eight this evening
0: sweet now are you doing this um this will be electronically right no 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 no, 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 no. well you no, said it's... starting so i know that we've seen seen you doing the layouts with the blues and the reds
6: yeah so but... th- now now it's your, your there's a little iphone somewhere filming okay. me yeah right, yep. we're on to pencil now
7: oh yeah I, I see it now
0: all right cool hey, gotcha.
6: there we go yeah underway.
0: very cool mike who are you
7: i am mike belcher I am a production designer for Silverline. I letter K-less, uh divinity in Twilight Grimm. And I guess I'm about ready to start Twilight Grimm this week, the second yep. issue.
0: Yep. And, and,
7: I, and I'm also the creator of my own book, Man the Mask.
0: That's right, which uh, you've been uh, releasing some pretty awesome updates the last several weeks.
7: I appreciate that. Thank you. Been, uh, you know, turning up pretty well. Just finished the second issue. on on my website, amkcomics.com.
0: Yep. Yep. And, and as a reminder, we're going to get all the links to all the, all the the pertinent links to everybody here down in the info. So, uh, when you, I haven't forgotten you. So when you, when you, when you're done, you'll see all, you'll know how to find us all. And so I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to a couple of comments. I haven't forgotten you. I I know you're there. Keep smiling. Uh Tommy says, Good evening, everybody. Uh, y'all got a lot of folks in the stream. Wednesday has like maybe four or five. Yeah, this because y'all had some bums there. They they loved uh they, they slept in. Uh he also said, love the shirt, Roland. Thanks, Tommy. I appreciate it. Uh, I I like it too. Uh Kablam's good to us. Eric says, What up, Silver Lion? He says, I see a new face. You do see a new face, Eric. <laughs> we have Dulia Gunderson with us tonight. This is her first time Woo. joining us
3: yeah
0: on cool. the, the any of the Silver Lion streams. So, Dilia." Tell everybody who you are.
8: Hi. um, I'm Delia Gunderson. Um, I am, well, like Pete was saying, I am just a colorist. Um, So right now, uh, I am working on colors for the rejects and uh, doing some character design stuff in there. And then I'm also working on renders over Becca's Flats for Marauders. So got a couple of things going on there.
0: Sweet. Mm -hmm. And and, and what they don't know, y'all? Is it starts with just, and then it gets more and more and more. Right? You can't, you can't that's have
6: right. just if you're working yeah, yeah. I started out on, on one
4: book and I'm like on four now. So. that's
0: right. Bo- Barb well, started as just, just, just the inker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Delia, geographically, where are you?
8: Uh, I am in New Jersey.
0: New Jersey. So, oh, mm-hmm. so you're you're Becca's neighbor then?
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. like thirty minutes away from each other.
0: Oh, yeah. very cool. Are are you one of the D and D gamers with I, her? Yeah. I joined.
8: I
2: joined. It, uh,
8: this is my first
2: time ever campaigning and it's really fun and I enjoy it. I just got myself some dice. Yeah.
0: So so if I if I start if I break into roll a D six, roll a D six, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do now. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. I don't I don't roll D sixes.
8: I'm a wizard and I'm a druid. Uh, yeah.
0: You got the twenty sided dice, right?
8: Well, everybody, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, excellent. Uh, Cassisi says, awesome. I agree, Cassisi, uh, a, a good bunch here. So um, so usually we we come at you and we've got a topic that we're going to uh, cover. And I have a list of topics, and I have been trying to get uh, this bunch and the Wednesday Wham group to send me a list of topics uh, and I've gotten some, which is kind of exciting. So uh, we'll, we'll start with that. But not. But tonight, we're just going to, to chat a little bit. So uh, I'm going to toss them. If you guys got something you want to say, uh, throw it in. But I've got some questions I'll, I'm going to pepper at you. Uh, so what did you do on your break last week? <laughs> it wasn't really a break, but it was a break, right? It was um, a break from the stream. So what did you do? Well, we know what Pete did. What did you do, Pete?
6: Um, I forgot and still got up at half past one in the morning. Thinking there was going oh, to be a no. stream, so I was like, "Hey, there's a uh, no one sent me a message, so I'm, <laughs> going, go back to, I'm, I'm going back to bed." <laughs>
0: oh, I'm so sorry.
6: <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that. Um, we've we've got a heat wave here in the UK at the moment. I mean, it's for us, it's really hot.
0: Oh, really? Uh,
6: it's like mid nineties for us. So it's um, so it's. You know, I know that's the average for Florida. Yeah. (laughs) But for us, I'm sitting here now. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's hot.
0: Yeah. That's why it's one in the morning. You need fans, right? So, what you can't see off screen, and it's going to rattle here. Uh, 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 I've got a fan going in.
6: So, I don't have that many fans. Currently, the fan is in the bedroom. (laughs) That's not where I am. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to. It's so hot, the paper wouldn't even stick down. I had to double tape it. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's not what I've been doing, obviously. But just let everyone know that it's hot, finally, in the UK. Because I know everyone has this opinion in the UK that it rains here all the time. <laughs> but, yeah. No, that's not.
4: You mean doesn't? <laughs> just no, not like constant no. downpouring all the time? No,
6: just not. just Yeah, not torrential.
4: No, that's, that's what they think
2: about Oregon. I love about having a broken back. Nobody ever asked me to help them move. I don't have to lift anything.
6: You've got a broken back. Has yeah, you yeah. got it from a car accident? You didn't hear that story. Oh, I, I'm, are we going to hear it again? I have not heard it.
2: I yeah. uh, I drove. You, or, well, yeah. I didn't drive. Uh, my friend was driving, and we drove off a sixty-foot bridge and landed on a tree.
6: Oh. Yeah. Um, begs the question: Why you did that?
2: I wasn't the one driving. She was. And I think sh- uh, we got uh, cut off by a, like, a box truck and hit black ice. And,
6: um... We're living in a Hollywood movie.
2: Yeah. the with the, I mean, it was February, so there was uh, snow, like, mm-hmm. piled up on the side. And it was just, like, an ice ramp. And we just, like, skidded right up and over. Wow. You can Google it if you
5: want, if you're bored.
2: <laughs> oh, it's over. <okay.
3: laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. You didn't know Becca does her own stunts? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How
4: about you, Chris?
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, we've uh, got storms going through, so you know, ours have cut out has cut out a couple of times tonight. So if I suddenly
8: disappear, you'll know why. <laughs> I gotta
4: a my friend
3: by one.
2: saying
8: YouTube went offline for them. Oh. Oh. I don't know if okay. that was us or them.
4: Oh no! But we're on Facebook still. Uh. uh okay. So
1: yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually
4: made it to the comic book shop this week. Oh,
1: no, not Shelly. Yes,
4: yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I mean, we've got a mask mandate here in Wisconsin,
3: mm.
4: so like everybody's masked. I would have masked anyway, but um. So I mean, we feel we feel safe going out. I go to my comic shop all the time. Um. When the whole state was closed down, that really hurt them because at at one point, at one point, you know, they were buying books like people's collections and stuff like that. And I'd been looking to get rid of uh, like five or six long boxes of comic books and. As the pandemic was going on, the first time I was I was able to go back. I went in and I said, "Hey, eh, you still buying comics?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. This they, they are in no position to buy comics. Yeah. Now. I kind of wonder how many shops this is going to kill.
1: You know. Yeah, I went and bought a bunch of books last last week just because I, I didn't go to obviously didn't go to Comic Con this year. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I figured I'd spend some of my Comic Con money, and I got there's a really cool gallery out here called Gallery Nucleus. They have lots of um, concept artists and illustrators and things, and like special edition art books and stuff like that. So um, I just got a whole box of, of books, and uh, they have some some really cool stuff, like uh, mm-hmm. a lot of French um, you know comic books. You know the bande dessinée. You know those books. Mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah. oh yeah oh yeah they, they're great i i don't know if i can show up but
4: this is curtis can- is all cultured <laughs> oh, well, well
5: well
1: yeah this book is like insane i just got this it's
5: called claw. yeah i read claw right. gonna- which it's one awesome. is that
1: That's
5: which one book. which which claw is that is that uh, two or one? Uh, one is it yeah because I've, I've read yeah. the first one and i don't remember the cover like that yeah i yeah, i read great. all those French and european comics too so curtis oh. isn't the only one i love all that stuff I yeah, was reading the, the, one called "The uh, Quest for the Timebird." That's oh, a really How's that? Good, uh, that was really good. It's like a fantasy one, and then I read one oh. called "Solo," which was this almost like this rat, this anthropomorphic rat, in like a post-apocalyptic world. That was really cool too. I don't know if I have wow. them around, but yeah, I get all those European, foreign comics. I love all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it
1: just kind of gets you thinking in a different mode sometimes, you
5: know. So. It really does, especially one of the best. Oh yeah, hold on. <laughs> That's the uh solo one it's just oh, called gorgeous. solo, and he he's does like a cartoonist, and the one that I use all the time is one called uh New York, and that one is just the artwork and that is just like amazing and stuff so mm-hmm. if you ever get a it, one, it's called New York. Mm-hmm. New York. Pick that yeah. it's worth the artwork is worth it alone. It's fantastic. I I,
1: be, I believe it's pronounced New York. I believe is what it, it's how it's pronounced.
5: It's I think New it's York. just it's just a way of <laughs> setting New York. It, it's the same yeah. <laughs> How about
1: how about you, Mike? How, we haven't heard from you. How are you doing?
7: Uh, last week, I just kind of took it easy. I had a you mm-hmm. know uh, you know over the pandemic, my graphic design business kind of slowed down, but the last month or so, it kind of picked back up and uh I'm, I'm grateful for it but it had me really kind of hopping on some stuff so last sunday i just kind of took uh took a day for myself so good easy watch movies been some stuff i hadn't watched just um before, day with
4: before we get too far much farther along here we're probably going to get cut off here and, and, and start a new meeting Roland's gonna have to start a okay, meeting because sure. we're having technical difficulties so we'll okay. keep rolling until we get cut okay okay yeah, we're
5: we're having difficulties on Facebook's cutting in and out. Oh, okay. So remember, guys, don't talk any more smack about rolling. Oh, yeah. That's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird thing is, I was sitting here going, and then I looked and I looked up at my everything had kind of stopped on the screen, and I looked up at my internet and my box because my internet box is right up there. All the lights were off of the box. Oops. But my oh. power was on, and everything else was working here, so I'm like, wait, why, what, what, yeah. So, oh, well. I don't I don't have any idea that what happened. It does have a point. Yeah, so Curtis is now a co-host.
1: Are we live? Thank you finally
0: Are we live? yes yeah. yes we're live <laughs> we're back i i, I said j- just go back live and, and and we'll just pick it up from there uh, you know tonight was chitter chatter anyway so we'll chitter chatter about this right
3: yeah
0: uh I, I have i have no idea what happened Um, uh, but you know i guess that makes things interesting
5: <clears throat> well, we had at, the, the uh the what was it wasn't the first yeah, like, word fiasco? Wasn't that? Oh, like, yeah. Gonna, yeah. And they kicked <laughs> yeah. this off YouTube. So there's that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty interesting. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, that was the, my fault. Well, the that thing was- about it is, <laughs> they never gave me a, a reason. I, I mean, they never came back and said, this is why, I, you know, this is why we kicked you off. And I asked, you know, uh, but nope, nothing from them. So I, I I still don't know why they did that. Um, you know, one of the things you, you have to do when, when for YouTube when, when you create them is you have to go through and say, you know, this is intended for children or not intended for children or something yeah. like that. I always say it's not intended for children, um, oh. even though, you know, we're, we're family friendly, but I always go with it not intended for children. So I don't know what the deal was going on with that. Um, yeah. So,
4: we were talking about European comics when you um, when you cut us off.
6: Oh, yeah? <laughs> <I> yeah. <did.
5: laughs> Curtis is so, showing us all the cool comics he's got. Yeah, in, right?
6: not because of me, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an American yeah. comic guy.
2: Actually, I just, uh, I'm waiting for them to come in the mail. I think it was Aaron that you suggested these to me the lowriders to the center of the earth.
3: Yeah,
5: is that you? Yeah, yeah I went I to this that, that lady. Yeah, I was okay. I was signing at a comic store and she was right next to me. Got in talking, showed showed me her stuff. The guy like, yeah, do it all ball- a ballpoint pen. The artist does. I think she was a writer, no but they're fantastic. Pen. Yeah, they're really cool. So yeah, I'm glad. I hope you like them. I think she's local to this area. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, do you? Yeah, the writer is <laughs> at least the writer. I'm not sure about the artist, but I know the writer is. Wait, uh, yeah, she was a really nice lady. So it's
0: not a European comic
5: no it's not that one <laughs> so that one is local uh, the artist may be from from overseas but I know she is gotcha. she is local and it's more like uh geared for kids and stuff but it's all done in ballpoint pen it's really crazy looking it's really amazing looking so the yeah, only will...
4: European comics I have is all the blueberries
0: that's what I have oh, okay. oh, yeah. so oh, good yeah, yeah. Those are, i just wish yeah. i would was even a tenth as talented as
3: that
5: man oh my
4: god
5: yeah, I went through and bought all the Valerian comics uh, a while ago when the movie came mm-hmm. out and read all those. Mm-hmm. Those are worth it.
3: Yeah. So,
5: yeah, they've released all in hardback and uh that I guess the comic is the one that uh, they even write in it how it inspired Star Wars, the original Star Wars and mm-hmm. stuff. Because all the people working on Star Wars are fans of Valerian and that was all. Really? Oh. I never uh, knew that.
3: That's
0: interesting.
5: <laughs> yeah, like the Millennium Falcon was inspired by the ship from Valerian. They were talking about that and stuff too. Never so, knew
4: that. Yeah
5: yeah they're definitely uh, fun they ended the series uh i think 2005 2004 so not not super long ago and uh yeah but they're worth it i mean you can get it from the library i got hardbacks because i really liked the movie and discovered the uh the movie um the fifth element was supposed to be a valerian movie and then something happened and they couldn't get the rights to the comic so like all the yellow the yellow cabs and the fifth element that Mm -hmm. was all based on valerian yeah when you. you read the comics, you see yellow floating cabs and all of that. So yeah, it's cr- it's pretty crazy how inspiration of that book has been to a lot of sci-fi stuff we've seen today.
1: That's
0: cool. Yeah, Um I'm trying to remember Valerian. That's the one with uh what's a couple of young was, actors, right? Uh, yeah, pa- pa- was...
6: Delavine, isn't it? Pa- yeah.
4: Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of marketed to the teen crowd you know like kind of like a cw type
3: thing yeah i enjoyed the
6: film i enjoyed the film and then you know i I only discovered the comics because of the film in fairness but
5: um, yeah i didn't know about the comics till i saw the film yeah i knew luke because i've I've always enjoyed yeah yeah and uh and then when i read the history uh some of what he wanted to do apparently he he has been his dream that's right make a valerian Mm -hmm. movie and he he like funded it It was like the most expensive independent film like 200 million or something wow yeah so it was his love letter to where he grew up with basically
0: so that's a good question um how many of course it's probably unfair for this group right um because um we're not your average comic goer but how many comics have you discovered because you saw it in a different medium first
4: Um, umbrella academy I did not know that was a comic book until I started seeing the show. Really? Now, I gotta, now I'm gonna have to go back and get all the books.
0: Yeah, you know, which you one? Know the uh,
4: the the umbrella cat? Oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You know the uh, the the second season was just dropped, right? We're, we're
3: watching yeah. it now.
5: Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah just I was starting. watching the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh, funny. I, yeah, I knew that was comic. I checked out the show. I I, li- I like the comic. It Was okay. It wasn't like super my thing. Um, but yeah, the original comic was written by Jared. I'm going to get this wait, on Teron Butler.
1: Way. Third way. Third way. Yeah. He's the
5: lead singer of My Chemical Romance. So he's like a rock star who wrote this comic. Who, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> I mean, uh, definitely different. Uh, I watched a little bit of the show, but I just assumed since I read the comic, I pretty much knew most everything. So I didn't. There was a... Um, Apparently, there was a series that came on that was about a, a, these people raising a superpowered little boy. I think the little boy is African American.
0: Raising Dion.
5: Raising Dion. That was based on an independent comic. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I we'll accurately read the comic.
0: I've seen the In fact, I used to uh, recommend it in my class. Really? Uh, because it was free on Indie Planet for a long time until the show dropped.
5: Okay, yeah. And, well,
0: then. and then when the show came out, now you got to pay for the first issue.
5: <laughs> this is worth it i definitely like to check it out i didn't i didn't actually see the show but it was cool to see an yeah. independent com- and i'm always more like i throw my money towards the independent comic than, than yeah i do the same Yeah. Uh, so that's when check that one yeah
0: and i ask that because you know um i mean if, if you have studied this at all you know uh all of the research we think right and i know people certainly people outside of comics think oh look these movies are doing great. Therefore, all comic book creators must be rich and millionaires because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, uh, because the Avengers made a bazillion, jillion dollars, uh, right? Um, but the, all the research shows that when a, a superhero movie comes out, there's a tiny little spike in sales, but then they that's... drop back to normal. It does yeah. not increase comic sales with any uh, in any recognizable way but people outside people inside the comic book industry know that people outside the comic book industry, industry assume that right. because of that that comics must be selling really well mm-hmm. and of course my cla- you should see the the looks of the the uh, my students faces when i tell them comic books have never sold wor- mainstream comics has have never sold worse in the entire history of comics than they do today yeah despite sure. the fact that we have you know blockbuster bazillion dollar movies coming out
4: oh yeah i mean when i first broke into comics you know i tell people what i i i did and and most people didn't know you know they they would they would know know like superman and batman mm-hmm.
3: you yeah. know and,
4: and that was about it um yeah. they recognized those names but um, now it's become mainstream. Everybody knows. Oh, comics! Yeah, mm-hmm. that, you know. I saw the movie. Blah blah blah. I, right. It's, it's yeah. become super mainstream, so everybody is aware of it. Of comics, they're just not buying
5: comics. Mm-hmm. Right. You
3: know.
4: Yeah.
5: I still think it's a little bit of the collectability issue. A little bit, like if you get people, because comic this is geared, especially floppies, are geared towards a collectability. So I think you see that spike of people checking them out. But unless they get that sort of "I gotta collect the all bug," that sort of connection, they kind of fade off, and that's why I see graphic novels working better. Some bookstores people are like it's a book. Um, I mean, and I'm the I mean, I love comic books too. And even when it comes to collecting floppies, I'm just like, I don't have room for all these things. Um, <laughs> I like, but I'm guilty for waiting for trades myself, even though I'm trying to sell my book and floppies right now. So go figure, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah I'll definitely put them in trades, but yeah, I do tend to gear towards trades and stuff than floppies. It just i' really I forget I'm the same way with with t v shows I used to forget all the time when the next episode was on, so I kept watching t v until it was all wrapped up in one because I'd always forget when they were going to air the next one yeah, It was horrible that way
3: and
0: of course you know comics were originally uh uh d- disposable i mean the yeah. the, the uh, you, you mentioned collectability, but but they weren't initially created that way they were they were all this. What was that? <laughs> <A hot dog? laughs> I, mean, I
3: thought CB it was aliens. I
6: got, <laughs> I, got, I got myself an electric eraser.
3: Oh! It sounds,
6: it sounds like a toothbrush, but um,
0: yeah. Oh, it sounded like a CB radio. I'm like, somebody's trying to buzz in on us here. <laughs> I'll try to use it somebody,
5: somebody needs to get that magical. Now, I'm going to jog a few of you guys' memory. Uh, that magical pen that Bill Cosby used to use when he would draw on that kids show. Do you guys oh, remember yeah.
4: this? Oh yeah,
5: oh yeah. Remember that? It would make it, Rollins looking at me like I'm nuts. Yeah, there was a show with Bill Cosby where he would draw with this pen, draw pictures, and it would play music as you drew. Oh.
3: That's
5: and I'm like, cool. that's what that's what Becca needs. So we listen to her, or, you know, listen to her inks. She would just play music as she
3: inks. And, yeah.
5: <laughs> but I remember as a kid, I wanted that pen so bad. And I was always like, did they ever make it? And I don't think they ever made it. And I have no idea if the pen actually played music or something they did in post-production. I don't know. But I know in the show it was supposed to. I'd say probably post. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah.
1: What are so, you saying about comics? I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Curtis. No, you're just talking about, you know, comics and, you know, where we are now with popular media. I remember when I, when I was a kid years ago um, – I remember that it was, that was like last week for is, you, Curtis. It was like last <laughs> week. So
3: like, yeah, yeah. No, it, no, but it was they like, grow so I'm... fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I am 43, so you did
5: know what it is. But
1: but yeah, but, but back in the day, it was like I would, it was considered like bad, to like complex. It was kind of considered like yeah. there's still the stigma to it. And I, I remember I had a friend who wanted to get a complex. I gave him a whole bunch of, issues of my Avengers that I double bugged. We went over to his house and we got him all set up and his dad looked at it and his dad goes, I don't want this this trash in my house. Take it take it back with you. Really? Yeah. Oh, and it was like it was so... like the Avengers. It wasn't anything like, you know, bad yeah. or whatever. Wow. Yeah. He was yeah. You didn't give him yeah. you didn't give him Faust no yeah, i know <laughs> oh, i had copies of it but i didn't <laughs> yeah those, those are mine that was my copy. wow but yeah. yeah but there was there was still there was still that stigma you know yeah it was considered
5: a waste of time that's right. always been an american stigma that growing hmm. up your kids read comics adults read books
0: and actually, and i think actually not not quite true you say always okay so 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 here here's where I have to I have to, to pause here. Not quite always. It wasn't until so so obviously comics are a very young medium, right? And, yeah. and, and and most of us are gonna date comics to the late thirties, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: In the late thirties, they were I mean, they were for everybody, right? So thirties yeah. and the forties were for everybody and into the fifties, right? Until
4: mm-hmm. Frederick uh, Wortham
0: that's uh, right Wordham.
4: yeah, yeah frederick,
0: of the innocent. frederick wortham and seduction of the innocent and that's when things began to change so okay so, that th- makes so they sense. weren't initially uh, uh viewed that way they were initially viewed for for everyone but yeah. frederick wortham came that's along true. and and tried to convince everyone that 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 comic books were uh creating uh juvenile delinquents uh and it's funny because i used to actually show that the video uh frederick wortham mm. one, one of the the commercials in my class i forget what it's called but it's about a five-minute thing. Uh, it, it is so serious. You may not know it, but your your child might be becoming a juvenile delinquent. That's right. They might be reading <laughs> comic books, yeah. and and then it, you know he goes through and he, and he shows he and he reads them, and and of course you know he he reads EC comics, which of course is all horror stuff, right? Yeah, and so they're horror stories. But um, yeah, so that's that's when we really see the change.
5: That makes sense because you had romance. The, I mean, the things you should dominate before that were romance and horror comics, especially mm. romance comics. Well, so really
0: I, so <laughs> I didn't mean to be a contrarian, but no, I'm no, no, that makes always. sense.
5: It just seems like it's always been kind of that that stigma that I at least I grew up with that, that makes sense. But yeah, same here. Yeah, that always like you know why are you reading that? Why don't you read a real book? And I'm just I'm like, well, what yeah, does it yeah. matter? how the story is told as long as you enjoy the story. And and the thing is,
4: in in Japan, comics are completely mainstream.
5: Yeah. I I mean, everybody reads them. Yeah.
4: They're totally accepted over there.
5: Yeah. Even though they based their entire manga, they they got it from Disney. The guy who created manga was trying to mimic Disney. And then that's... Then it developed over time.
0: But they also, when you talk about um, collectability, they're, they're also... Viewed more disposable, like exactly. we view mass market novels, right? I mean, that's part of the reason we have paperback books is because those are, are were intended to be more. I'm going to read it. I'm going to chunk it, right? Uh, right. And, and when you compare them to hardcovers, the hardcovers for the library library's copies or the copies that you're going to keep, but the mass market was to get them to obviously to everybody, so you made them cheap so that everyone could have them, and, and so that's very much what manga does there, and I think what comics have kind of lost here.
5: Right. Strangely enough, I've heard some, and I don't know, I'm going to probably get a lot of this wrong, but it seemed like when they kind of tried to pull more to the direct market, they tried to focus more on the collectability of comics when they went to direct market than when they were in grocery stores and other places, which obviously we can't go backwards now because, I mean, they barely sell magazines in stores, let alone yeah. comic books. Uh, but it was interesting that they were trying to and I can still understand why they're trying to invigorate the medium by saying it's a collectability, by pushing that with the direct market and the stores. Uh, but unfortunately, I think digital technology caught up where, you know, you want to get that issue because you want to read it or complete your collection. Now people just read everything online. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's another huge discussion of what a collectability. Because I notice a lot of people who read comics, they never read them for collectability as much as they just want to read them. Which I wish that was more the prevailing. Uh, but because they just want to read them, they will do a digital download or graphic novels, so the floppies hurt because of that, because they're not buying the floppies for so collectability.
3: Yeah.
0: I'd say that's fair.
5: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is trading cards are that way. But, I mean, you know, trading cards were, again, I think a lot of these things became collectible comics, Trading cards and all that, because people thought they were disposable, and then people got nostalgic for these things, and then people started collecting them and keeping them safe. I mean, that's why obviously we know all the, all the old comics like Superman or whatever are super collectible because everyone threw them away. They yeah. did treat them as disposable. People were like, wait a minute, we're gonna. Right. Get, I mean, you're gonna lose a piece of history if you do this, and so. And then
4: everybody jumped on the band, the free exactly. card bandwagon, and they flooded the market with
5: them. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's why I always many, felt like in the in the image <laughs> days, they just. Jump on Documentary Tom McFarlane yeah. when they were talking about the yeah. speculator market and how that fell. And how I many
1: X Men number ones are out there now? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. everyone's like, like oh. and I have it,
5: and I have mine signed by Jim Lee, and I. Their collectability to me, but I mean, there were like how many millions of issues did they make of that? It was it's unreal. Nuts. Yeah, I heard.
6: I heard that sold eight point one million copies at one it was point. Something I think it was yeah. one of the, the, the biggest, biggest selling comic ever. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah I think so. Still,
4: yeah. I still have yeah. the Death of Superman in its original. Manila envelope shipped from D.C. because I was on the comp list at the time. <laughs> uh, I, I still
0: have mine shrink wrapped. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. took
4: it out of the envelope. Still in yeah. the
5: envelope. I mean, the yeah. thing is, is these there may be some collectability in these days that people eventually completely, you know, do away with print media. Well, which, so, not in our lifetime, but that could also be a possibility.
0: Well, so the, the the and and I think actually, and we can talk about that a little bit. And I, I don't, <laughs> I I, I, I I risk kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because this is kind of what Silverline is depending on now, but really that's kind of what's, what the Kickstarter model is. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's partly, uh, it's partly catering to the idea that, Hey, you support these Kickstarter exclusive issues. You're going to be, this is the only way you're going to get these, these, these particular copies, right. right. The books mm-hmm. are, are going to be available and, and, you know, we'll hopefully be in stores uh, Eric Dotson says, I I prefer floppies, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I don't I, – I agree with him, but I, I don't think that readers read this way today be, because – well, j- we talked about Netflix, right? Mm. How many people, when a, a new Netflix show drops, how many people do you know say, yes, I'm going to w- watch one episode a week? <laughs> yeah. No, they binge it, right?
4: And you one a night. One or two episodes a night. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. We, we watch it all in one stretch. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm like you, Barbara. I'm, you know, I'm so used to watching bits and pieces. When I hear people binging I would just think, like, isn't that unhealthy? Which, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like, they, they'll go like 24 hours and do this. And I'm uh, like, don't you, you have anything else to do? Yeah. I have, I've got deadlines to meet. I
4: can, I can spare one or two hours a night, but good yeah. Lord, I don't have time to sit and watch, you know, 24 hours worth of, of a movie.
5: Yeah, yeah, I can't do that.
0: I usually couple my, my television – I don't watch a lot of television, but I usually couple my television watching with eating. So yeah. we, usually, we usually sit down to eat, and we'll put on a show, right? And so I usually get in you – know, I mean, something like uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. We haven't actually started the new the season yet. But once we do, we'll probably watch one a day mm-hmm. right, until we're done. Yeah. Um, and, and if it's particularly addictive, we might watch one at lunch and then one again for dinner, right?
4: Um, and we've got like four or five programs that we're binge watching it. And we'll do, we'll work it out like a, a regular TV watching night. We'll wa- watch one episode of each every night. And then the next night we'll, we'll do the same thing,
5: Yeah, you know? Well, it's amazing because no, I'll yeah, see like- you just like, got to jump in. Yeah, on, on the uh, <laughs> certain TV series, like they'll, they'll, it'll release that day and then some site will have like- you know, review the series, and then you see people online like, what'd you think of this series? And I'm like, what do you mean, think of it? just can't. people already <laughs> done. No, no, they're already done. They're already done what- and I'm just like, unbelievable. They did the same thing with video games. Like, there's these super huge long video games, and then that day, they're like, oh, that was okay. I'm like, that thing was, like, supposed to be 70 hours long. How did you cl- That's not physically possible. <laughs> yeah. How did you do this?
8: When it so, shows yeah. up on YouTube, like, a day later, and people are like, here's the walkthrough.
5: Yeah, yeah. and you're just Aww. like... Ah. Yeah, it must be people who get review copies early or something because I can't figure that. out. I'm like, I don't got time My nephews would, my nephews would do that. They'd get a game and they'd wait for months and then they'd, they'd play in an hour and then they'd be like, I'm all done with that.
3: <laughs> so for a month, I'd hear about this new
5: thing coming out and they get it and then they're like, okay, now it's on to the other new thing. Yep. So, wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh,
0: it, it's it went back when we were still on on campus. Um, it wasn't unusual when a new game dropped. My students would yeah. come in the next day. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, I stayed up all night playing yeah, yeah XXX new game, right? And I'm like, okay, well, you still have class. Why can't you play it, stop it, and play it some more the next day? Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's uh, Barb. You you got uh, your pad right? Your iPad. Um. Uh, boot. Uh, boot Becca.
5: Yeah, well, it's hard to watch draw the same line. She's over just, and over yeah. again. It's, oh. I'm like,
2: why can't I do this today? Oh. I hate when lines just don't look great. Right.
8: I'm sorry if you see me making weird faces because I'm flatting on my computer, so it just looks like I'm staring into my camera like...
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
8: But really, I'm like flatting like over here. So oh,
0: so those those are not reactions to things that we're saying.
8: <laughs> oh no, this the laughs sometimes are. But no, my squinting is not a reaction to you. I promise. <laughs> I,
0: I, I hate to tell you, you, you may end up getting some of these before long. Um,
8: yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> <Those> <laughs> I
3: are think glasses, I'm already on my way. way to need them. <laughs> uh,
8: I'm wearing contacts right now. but ah. I've gotten to a point where like I can't see things that are closer than here like you yeah know, so well, yeah. yeah
0: i, I went f- about 42 43 years without having to need them at all and i still i can't stand them they get in my way i forget them and now i need more than one pair i need oh. the pair for my computer and i need the pair to see long distances
1: and i just can't stand it <laughs> get yeah, the feeling my, I i've had need. it
8: since like fifth grade so I'm really it, but, yeah yeah, my brother still doesn't have them, and my entire family generally has glasses, and we're all really jealous of him.
5: Yeah, <laughs> same thing yeah. with me. My family all has glasses, and and I, I've been having certain trouble reading at certain. So I, I said I may need to get my eyes shut. They may need glasses. My whole family's rejoiced. I'm like, you know, now you must join the crowd. My friend's like, I'll even pick them out. I'm like, you're not picking out my glasses
3: for me. <laughs> One of us. us. One, One of us. us.
5: I know. I'm like, fine, fine. Yeah. So, because right, so we- I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I sit on it. I'm the weirdest, Is like, everyone sitting in a, in a chair. I sit on the floor on a pillow when I draw. I draw it at a dining room table that was my great-grandmother's table. And I adopted drawing on it for some odd reason Ooh. for years. And it's just a certain height. So I sit on a pillow on the floor, cross-legged. Probably, like, I'm not having any back problems, but I'm sure I'm screwing up something. But I'll watch tough. TV in front of me, and I'll watch the TV <laughs> for a few minutes, and then look back at my art, and everything's blurry. And it takes me a few minutes to readjust my eyes. I'm like, oh, okay, Uh-oh. all right. But
4: you I'm notice I'm scared. I'm working without my glasses.
5: Because when I'm working close up, I can't
0: see with my glasses. Ha. Really? My, uh, my father-in-law is, uh, is joining us on Facebook. He said, hey, big dummy. What's up, screw loose? <laughs> <Ah-ha>. <laughs> there's, there's a story behind that.
4: <laughs> I'm sure everybody's like, everybody's <laughs> like, wait,
0: you called your father-in-law screw loose? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he actually had back surgery. Oh, I thought he was calling you that. No, no. He, he, said, <laughs> he, he called me big dummy. Oh. <laughs> right. And um, and he when he had back surgery, he, they actually you know, put screws in his back and it wasn't but like a month or two. One of them got loose, literally was loose. The screw in his back was loose. So since that this since that point in time, I've been calling him screw loose <laughs> because mm-hmm. I said, I always knew you had a screw loose. I just didn't realize it was in your mm-hmm. back. <laughs> Tommy Flormonti said you got to learn to work and watch TV at the same time
5: oh, no. well he's a master at
6: just,
0: it I mean
5: he just like you know he'll sit there on the live stream and in that reflection he, he never gives he always has a reflection we can see what's on his TV <laughs> <Yep>. screen <laughs> like every time it's like Tommy you got to turn that up. what are you watching tonight Tommy we'll watch it with you <laughs>
4: I do that when I'm coloring
6: yeah yeah, so there's certain things. If I'm penciling or inking, I can't really watch anything. If I'm...
3: But here's I'm, what... He,
0: okay, so...
6: Not I don't being enjoy the, coloring, so...
0: Not being I need, I need the artist, here's what I have to, to question about you guys. All right? So you're not really watching it because you can't watch it and draw at the same time. So you're really just listening to it. Yeah. sneaking the occasional peek.
8: Yeah. Multi talented, yeah. You know
3: yeah. what's nice about that. This is, is why you usually
8: watch you can dramas watch
0: something. or you can watch something. What
8: you can watch something multiple times and see yeah. different things every time, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you never nah. really
8: get bored with something. I think I did that with the first season of the Umbrella Academy, and then like I'll re watch it and be like, I- Have I seen this episode?
0: <laughs> yeah, I missed that. Like,
8: yeah, yeah,
0: see, as a writer. I don't think you can watch something nah. and write. No, nah. it's just not, just not possible. I don't think.
5: Even when I write, I have to take, I have to have silence and stuff when I write. And if I'm if I'm sitting at the TV writing, I'll pause the television or write. Pause. I can't have it playing mm. when I'm writing. It doesn't. I can't do it.
0: I can play so. music and write. And, and in fact, I mean, I think we talked about this once before. In fact, you know, a lot of times music is it's kind of my soundtrack, my, my, my story soundtrack. Um, right. but yeah, I, I can't watch anything like a TV show or a movie or anything like that, 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 that I need to, that will distract me from, take my attention.
5: Right. Like I tried uh, to watch one of the Star Wars cartoons and couldn't, I couldn't do <laughs> that. I would look up and be like, Wait, how did Obi Wan get there?
3: (laughs) What is going on? So yeah,
5: I couldn't do it. I had those. I had to actually watch. I couldn't just listen.
0: See, I get annoyed because if I'm watching something and there's something that happens and I'm like, wait, I missed that. How did I miss that? What did I miss? Yeah, I'm rewinding the stupid thing, trying to get it back. I'm like, no, I can't. I gotta. I gotta know how we got from here to there. Yeah. If I don't, then I'm. I'm annoyed, and I. I literally can't focus on the rest of the story. I'm like, no, I gotta know this. Tommy says um, we're watching Alienist uh inking trumps and making mask so uh Renee must Alienist be masks. is very
6: good Is it? Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, he's uh, a, Luke Evans.
5: And, and he's well, listening Peterson, to us. Though, then.
6: Yeah. I mean. <laughs> talented. Trust, <laughs> trust me, I know my good television. Alienist is very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tommy says he he can't uh he can't TV and write and he can't TV or code as well.
5: Yeah, I would uh, think coding yeah
1: he and... uh, yeah i would imagine that you would need yeah, your I, brain I, I have like a certain category of tv shows i can watch while i'm drawing or doing yeah. stuff it has to be like you know like kind of game shows or kind of not big brother narrative oriented. Yeah. yeah things like that you know so that's a whole subsection of, of tv genre that I, <laughs> that I watch but you know i, I was going to comment you're talking about uh, binge watching it's kind of interesting to see creatively what's changed with media because mm. I because back when it was, you know, more serialized, right? Every week, you'd have the recap previously on and then right. you'd have you'd have filler episodes where they were clip shows. You had all these things that were trying to remind people what happened last week. And now because it's streaming and because it's, you know, people binge it, you don't have to do that. You can just go straight with the story all the yeah. way through. Which is yeah. kinda cool, you know? Yeah. Well
5: and also it's strange T V because now they are in a connected the series are interconnected stories. So it's not like you know, starting like next generation. You can watch any episode out of order as long as you know what's you know, you know. You can follow the story. Uh, very yeah. rarely does TV do that. Now every episode, you have to watch episode one, two, three, four, and it's one right. huge interconnected story. Yeah, and uh, which I I kind of like, and I almost kind of, I mean, I kind of miss like the days of X Files. We'd have some really cool because yeah. sometimes I noticed the episodes outside the story were able to do some cool things. Right. Like try something different that you've never seen, and now these you can't because you can't do too different because it breaks the story. Right. So yeah. Tommy
0: says he's loving our conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I, and I'll and I'll I'll tell you this, you know, it, it's actually the whole binge idea and 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 taking you know the floppies to trades. Yeah. Has has actually changed the way I write a little bit. So. um and of course it's too early to really point anything out at this point in time but i've actually made sure like the 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 last page of the issue and the first page or pages of the issue contains content that i can can remove or add so so for instance the last page of say like a cat and mouse you got the to be continued box right yep. you could pop that right off because it's not to be continued in a trade. You just turn the page, right? Yep. And so, and so, the the first page on issue two, I don't need the recap captions, right? So when we go to trade for that, I'll just pop those things right off, and it won't it won't disrupt in in my mind anyway. It won't disrupt the flow of the story as the reader's reading through. Yeah. Does that make sense?
5: And that's the thing I've even even in writing because mine is is written to be one book. So when I'm I'm even doing this now where I'm ending issue eight, and then it, the scene ends. You know, all scenes in a cliffhanger with my issues. Because I mean, obviously, I want you to pick up the next one. But again, when you get to the next issue, that the first page of the next issue needs to be a continuation, like you said, of that scene, and not like him stopping and like doing like either recaption like recapping like caption boxes or the villain talking about what has happened. Because right. it would be really weird when you collect it, if you turn the page and the villains like, you know, revealed. then you turn the page and he's like, ah, you revealed, like you were reiterating what happened in the last page, which you would do on a floppy issue month to month. But in a graphic novel, you got to start, you write the dialogue. So it kind of flows into one book. Yeah, it's, it's, a yeah. Little, it's weird. Cause you got to think that like, ah, so, you know, eventually this is going to be collected in one book, but people are going to read it straight through. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, and one that's thing, different now.
5: It is. Yeah,
1: one thing that I I, I don't see as much for obvious reasons, but I used to love like when you'd open like a Spider-Man book or whatever, and there'd be that one paragraph thing for like the new reader. It was like radio, you know, bitten by a radioactive spider and all this, Oh, I love oh, that! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it, like, whatever whatever comic book you pick up, there'd be that little blurb. So if you had no idea what you're doing, you would just like boom, go right into. I used to love love oh, me that, too. you know. you can practically hear stanley talking i know know? (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, you could
0: you can hear his voice thanks for the cartoons right yeah the cartoons he
5: would do that with the cartoons he would do like either recap or sort of like the hulk or he would he would he would always introduce the cartoons that was like i think the old spider-man and friends cartoons and stuff he would do that it was always fun
0: so you know what I'm thinking of uh, of, of adding to uh, our comics. I, I I have to get more more serious to do this. But do you remember, particularly in the 19, um, or maybe maybe if you, those of you who don't remember, have you seen them? Uh, comics from the 1970s at the at the very bottom, below the panels, they would have the little the little one sentence. It said uh, something like yeah. Doctor Strange takes on the werewolf in Doctor Strange number 30. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just one little line. I'm thinking about trying to add things like that to the Silverline comics
1: just That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I I kinda I kinda miss the editor's notes too. I I kinda miss when you'd have like Mm. Cap and Iron Man talking like, Oh well that time you fought the Green Goblin and then it would be like it'd be like in issue twelve of West Coast Avengers and it would be like Tom DeFalco or whatever. I I used to I used to love that. It was like audio commentary
0: well we're getting there right yeah. Part, yeah part of part of the reason that they were able to do that is because they had a they had a backlog of stuff right they had a, yeah. a history of stuff uh and, and i think that's that's the, that's an advantage they have because they can refer to something that and, and i think that's i also think that's part of what helped create collectability is that yeah when you're a reader and you know it doesn't affect the story if you're reading you remember when Doc Ock did this I'm like no no I don't remember and they say oh back in Spider-Man 58 I'm like oh I gotta get Spider-Man 58 now because that sounds cool and I want to see it
3: yeah Yeah. you know it's funny I I used
5: to there was a a writer the guy who did Appleseed would do notes but he would actually break the fourth wall he was really he made his was really in the guns in the series and so a lot of times he would There would be a panel with a gun and then he would have a note like, well, yeah, this technically wouldn't happen because the caliber of the bullet is not right, but just go with me. He would write actual like, like thought notes. Like I know this wouldn't work, but go with me, or he would start breaking down like So like yeah, a director's commentary
0: kind of thing. Uh yeah,
5: It was really by. different. I've never seen any other artist do that, but it was like a running commentary of what was going on in his head too. And he'd write well, he, it in little he, margins.
1: Yeah, I know. He would uh, he would even write it like 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 fake uh, science. he write like, Okay, well, this is because this time displacement thing was created in this yeah. era. We all know and tw- and you're like, Huh? What? What? And he put all those <laughs> weird little things like was awesome, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, it was fun and to I, read those because you got to kind of look into the artist's mind, his mind, and like where he was going. Like, you oh, know, nice. especially when you get a lot of science fiction writers who are really in the science and they're like, why well, no? I'm breaking certain physics by doing this, but you got to go with me, you know. And, My iPad yeah. lost
4: connection. Yeah, so we'll Barb,
0: to... we lost your, your, we lost your, uh, yeah,
4: iPad it, there. It, it said it was interrupted by something. So somebody else take over.
0: Uh, so Brett, I forgot how do you get, how do you get Pete up there?
6: Pete's already up there because he's just streaming through his yeah,
0: iPhone. he was trying to. He tried to explain to me last time how to get yours up there in, in a bigger. bigger oh, image. well, that's
5: cool. Yeah, because yours is is an actual window. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. I,
1: I just did it. <laughs> oh, I am yeah. the co-host after all. <laughs> 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 but I I had a quick question for uh, for everybody because it just about conflicts, Everybody's thoughts on this. I used to think that everybody read conflicts the same way I read them, which is I kind of will like read through it really quick and grasp like the full story and read it very fast and then I'll go back and I'll really digest the art and really dive in but then I had a roommate one time who would actually like look at a panel completely digest everything that was going on and then move on to the next panel do you guys have an what, what is your guys process i mean well that you see or?
4: when i was before i was a pro there's a like there's a big difference between before and after because before i was a pro i would digest every panel and then move on to the next, and I'd be done with it. But now I read through it, and then I go back and I study the art in detail. Yeah. And now I'm studying not only the inking, but I'm studying the coloring. So I have to, I have to like break everything apart and analyze it. It's, it's horrible. It's kind of taking <laughs> some of the enjoyment out for me.
5: Yeah, I did. I would do that now anymore. I I, I used to um, read. I think I I think I read them pretty evenly. I don't I don't know if I went over. But I did, you know, I've heard that theory that the more detailed the art, the more it slows down the reader. And the more simple the art, the more. And I find that to be true. I find I can, the more simplified the art a little bit, the easier it is for me to read it. And like something like Tom McFarland, George, I love George Perez. But sometimes getting through a page of George Perez, you're like, because he puts so much into it, it slows it down. It's not bad. I just noticed my speed rate based on how much is impacted in it so like for for what you're saying Curtis there would be certain comics if I got a George Perez comics, would I be able to just go through it like you no I'd probably get slowed down just by trying to decipher what's happening in the art sometimes but that's so, just my own mental how I read things so that's not you know
0: well okay. so there's there's another thing that's actually kind of contradictory uh everybody's read Scott McCloud's understanding comics right right mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah
0: So, uh, so one of the things that, that often is a a short topic of conversation in my class is that, you know, we, we, we don't think of it this way, but you know, the small panels speed the story up where the larger panels slow the story down. And uh, you know, it, it, it sounds when you're, when you're hearing it, you're like, wait that, no, the, the small panels should slow the story down, but the longer, but no, it doesn't work that way. Yes. And and so that takes a little while for students to kind of digest and say, okay, what does that mean? How does that actually work?
5: I actually did that. Yeah, I actually used that same what you're talking about, to purposely do an argument in my comic yeah. um, where I actually did very small panels and was going back and forth these two guys arguing. But every panel, it would start like a headshot, and then the next – it would be the same headshot. The next panel would be a little closer on the face until the last mm. panel is closing in on their mouth. So I was doing – that sort of like quick, 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 quick. And then, of course, there was supposed to be this guy who's listening to him argue. The guy who's reacting to the argument is actually in the middle of the panels of a nine-panel grid. And he's the one looking back and forth. So I was playing with that. But the fact is I wanted you to read it fast, hence what you're saying. So I use a nine-panel grid. It's, you know, smaller panels that, that create that sort of immediate back and forth of the argument. Um, and yeah. give it a shot. I think it turned out okay. But I was playing with that idea.
0: So to, for, for my answer to your question, Curtis, I think um... – I I I don't read through because to me that's that sounds like the equivalent of reading like the last few pages of a novel just to see how it ends, right? <laughs> and then going and then going back and reading. So I, I I don't look at the or I don't read through it quickly. I will digest it slowly at a time. Uh, a part of for and I know Barb mentioned it's changed uh, having become a pro, and I think um, or after she became a pro, I and mean, I think for me too because. Uh, one of the things that I do now is I read for enjoyment or try to read for enjoyment and then go back and look to see what are the th-
4: critique yeah. it. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Mr. And, Professor.
0: Well, and that gets harder and harder to do the the more you do it, right? The more you work on them, it gets harder to do when, when, you, when you're trying to enjoy something, right? Cause you see something yeah. you're like, well, that's stupid. Why did you do that? Or, or, that's an idiotic mistake. Why would you ever do that? You know? Um,
1: yeah. I get that. It's like it's like when I, I was taking editing video editing classes and then afterwards when I see a movie or even now, you know, I'll be with my wife and I'll be watching that, oh bad jump cut. Oh my gosh. Look, <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. or like look 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 what he did here and how he transitioned here and put it in this context. She humors me, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll
5: it yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 definitely hard. Um any more? I read comics for, and I try to read them for enjoyment. But it is once you're making them, it is always that thing in the back of your head. Like you're always, criti- it's always, always, something that's critiquing it. Yeah. And I'm reading one now where there's some stuff. I'm like, why did that happen? And sometimes I actually envy people who are not autistic or don't care any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, you're fun because yeah. like, I, the it's like now the that I, like, man. Yeah. Now that I'm in- interested in it, now I got to dissect this stuff it's um, strangely I did that with video games I learned how like 3D modeling learn how to do it and so when I started playing video games I was always like wow this is amazing now when I, I watch it I'm all like yeah the computer's doing so much of this and it kind of it demystified <laughs> it for me I was like ah well now this isn't as cool anymore because now I know what is how it's done so I'm not as yeah. impressed yeah I don't know <laughs> so I guess there's always a danger about learning how it's done since so I just to yeah. keep it a mystery keep it magical
4: on the other hand it can be also um, very inspiring. I have uh, two or three comic books that were colored. Now, I'm, th- I'm still learning coloring. Mm-hmm. And they were colored so magnificently that I keep them next to me as inspiration. So like, oh, my God, I remember this panel in this one book that was color scheme was exactly what I'm looking for. And I'll flip through it and I'll find it. So, I mean, there's that, too. You can get yeah. inspired by it if you're trying to teach yourself more.
5: It's funny. I don't, you know, even though I do my own coloring, I think I'm really bad at, at coloring. I, I, you know, when I color my own stuff, but I still don't look at comics for their coloring style. I, maybe I should. I'm still always, I'm still so much of a line artist. I'm still looking at the art and the form, and I'll never really well, critique the color, unless the color's so garish.
0: Well, it's like, I, I was going to say, coloring to me is, is, well, I think maybe inking more than coloring, uh, yeah. but like lettering. And Mike, you know I love you. Uh, Lettering—it should be one of those things that that you don't really want to notice, you know? Yeah, never,
7: never ever, no.
0: If you notice it, it means that that's probably something was done wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and I, and I think I think coloring is is a little bit oh, like yeah. that. Is that that you know, if you notice the color, it's probably because it's it's not there's something off with the colors, you know? Yeah.
7: yeah. They're the backup band. You shouldn't, you know, it's just, it should be a part of it. It's seamless. And if you notice it, well, there's probably a reason for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it hurts your if eyes. Detail- it's too bright.
1: Yeah, there's more detail in the coloring than in the ink. That's a big problem, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like a, it's like a kids' play where one kid's supposed to be the tree, and the tree is walking in front of the star, and you know, making things. Like, you know, we, we yeah. I think restraint is the is the word, right? It takes a lot of restraint yes. to, yeah. to do those conditions.
4: Right? Yeah, that's one thing I find myself doing with with sirens is that um, this was inked back in the '90s and it was all black and white. Um, is that I find myself as an anchor going back in and 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 tweaking things with inking <laughs> fixing little things and inking and then I'll then I'll go back to color <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: well <laughs> in your defense there have been one or two things that I've asked you to address yes. <laughs> it's like
4: um can you do something here <laughs> can, you, can you can you put that down to a pg rating <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for but no I'll, I'll
4: i'll find you know stuff like i'm trying to cover like half of her eyes gone. i'm gonna put the rest of it in you know and i'll go and <laughs> ink it i'm going in ink it and then i'll go back and color it
3: so.
5: yeah i actually figured out I, I tend to uh color very saturated colors bright which work great for my kids books uh don't always work great for my other comic books so, so my friend just basically says like look just desaturate your stuff so that's why i went so i still color my comic book and highly saturated like almost kids book mm-hmm. colors and then i desaturate the whole page by 25 percent every time and be like voila now it looks better and i don't know why <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's like my cheap fix for me having to draw everything in rainbow colors i guess i don't know but you know but that's, work.
0: that's a great idea because um you know if tom i don't know if tommy's still listening but you know one of the things that we talk about and you guys have probably noticed this too. Yeah. Uh, one of my problems, one of my big problems with a lot of the, the current mainstream stuff is that um, you'll look at it and, and all, everything's so dark. Every, all the colors yeah. are so bleh, muddy and kind of thing. Uh, and, and, and even in a lot of uh, independent comics, when they kind of don't know exactly what they're doing, you see a lot of that. It just gets to be so dark. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things Tommy mentioned that, you know, for, for, for Kablam, one of the things they see is that happens a lot. And, you know, e- even when, when Curtis, when we were at Malibu, you know, one of the, this is the problem that we kind of constantly had with the, the, the colorist is they would color them to look great on the screen, forgetting that it's going to be ink on paper. And, yeah. and, and what happens is it it can look beautiful on the screen, mm-hmm. but once it gets on the paper, all that ink just saturates the paper and it, and it muddies and darkens. And so, um, you know, my suggestion, Aaron, it sounds like this is kind yeah. of what you're doing. My suggestion is always color it on screen exactly as you would like it. So you look at it and you go, Wow, that's beautiful. I like right. it, right? Once you get it there, then go in and lighten it up ten percent. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah.
1: Just just lighten it up because it's gonna print better that way.
3: Right? It's it might funny, look, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, my, my my from my experience, a lot of people don't understand contrast. They understand mm. color and and different colors but they don't understand contrast and that's such an important thing and sometimes that's just an adjustment at the end but really it's something that should be in your head as you do it but a lot of people just haven't mastered that concept and how it applies to right
5: yeah i'm starting to learn that more and more just making you know making sure like what i want you to focus is is popping out you know more and pushing everything to the background i mean this is all learning i mean people can study color theory for the whole life and not master it i mean it's huge
0: well, we've said it before on the stream, right? The minute the minute we quit learning, I don't care how mm-hmm. old you are or how long you've been working in, in the industry. The minute you quit learning, you might as well quit and go do something else. Yes. Right? Yeah.
7: True.
0: Absolutely. And
4: if you ever think you know everything, you're in trouble.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you ever think you know everything, you're probably going to start losing a lot of fans.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was telling Roland once in my martial arts classes that I teach my students. I'll say, hum, being humble is the most important thing in martial arts. And there's always one student that goes, you know, I'm the most humble person. <laughs> Nobody's better at being humble than me. And you're like, yeah, it's not, I don't know if that's. Uh, <laughs> the, that's
5: the, they quite, yeah.
1: Somehow, <laughs> well, you I
0: don't just think kind of that, defeated it by talking <laughs> about
5: it.
3: Yeah, I don't think yeah. you
0: understand what that word
1: means. Yeah. Too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny. So anybody does anybody ever, else read Go ahead? Oh, sorry. Does everybody else read the fact I am just curious does anybody else read comic books the, the same way? Like do you have one pass through it and then double back slowly that's, or do uh, yeah, I,
7: you I, I like? like that, yeah.
1: Okay. I
7: kinda of get a you know, I'll read it, sit it to the side and read another one, and then I'll go back and do a little more of a kind of cursory one. But yeah, I I probably pretty close to way you read.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool.
5: And also, the, the kind of back up Curtis's question, how many people here, since we're all creators of comics, um, do you read comics more to study the art form of what they did, or do you read comics more for fun? Or do you have certain comics you read for fun and other ones you study the art form? they oh. for fun. Both, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
6: depends. There There's some artists who I right. probably try to emulate or, or I think are just incredible so I will study what they're they're doing, but yeah, you know, I read a lot of comics and I read them for fun. So yeah, I read so- if, I,
4: if I'm going to spend the money, I want to be entertained. So I I buy yeah. them for yeah. fun, and if I happen to really like the art style, I'll study it. That's a side effect. Yeah.
5: But a lot of times, I can't buy comics unless I like the art, which is which is my own bias and stupidity. But I, it's just like unless I'm gonna. <laughs> If I read the I comic, if I'm not going to be able to use it for reference or art or reference it, I sometimes have a hard time buying them. I'm trying to get over that. Like, you know, the story may be cool and it may be, you know, as, as a package as a whole good. But sometimes it's not like, look at that cool cover and you open it up and I'm like, who drew this? And I, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
5: that is one of my, where I'm like immediately like, that, that's why people, I like I understand the cover artists. But you guys got to quit doing that sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. look at that coverage. Oh, that's what's inside of it. Okay, just, well, I'm that was a cool sure. cover.
8: <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm like that, too. I'll pick something up because yeah. of the cover. I'll look inside and I'll go, maybe yeah. not. And yeah, I know. the worst story ever. And I wouldn't know because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'll just put it back. Um,
5: I'm guilty yeah. of that way too much. I feel bad because I'm sure the writer, I mean, it could be like, you said the best story. and the, But I'm like... Mm-hmm yeah the your, I'm sure your story's great, but your artist kind of ruined it for me, so I'm not gonna delve
7: in. Like at the
5: library, I'll read whatever because I can return it. if it sucks, I'll just bring it back to the library. I don't care uh, buying it. I'm really picky. I'm the, I'm the I'm the guy that all the comic shop owners hate because I will wander around the store for like thirty forty five minutes trying to find <laughs> that one or two thing that's like is going to like gonna inspire me and sing. you know I never come and just pick Below up my stuff. table
8: even for because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me too <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same way
0: but I yeah. I think though I, I I don't I mean I don't think you guys should feel terrible about that because I I think that's that is comics. Right, I mean, a, a comic reader. We're t- we're talking about this from the perspective of, of people who make them, but comic book readers will do the same thing, right? Yeah. They'll open it up, and if they don't like the art, they're not going to take it home, yeah. right? They're just not, um, y- you know, not unless the, you know, not unless they they love the cover so much that they have to go home with the cover, or yeah. or or not unless they, you know, they they know the writer and like, okay, well, I know this writer, and so. Ah, gonna give, give the art a little pass because I you know this writer is a is is a known entity to me right and, and or, or known quantity and I'm gonna take it home because I, I can trust what this writer is gonna do, even though this artwork may not be, you know, uh,
5: and um, I'm I'm the horror because I hear people online and stuff talking, this comic's great or whatever, and and then I'll, you know, read the comic and I always and the, so many times I'll come by with like huh. Yeah. and I asked my friend Tommy yeah. reads a ton of comics and I'm like what is your feeling in comics? It's like, I, it's like I don't know I, it's like I love the media, I love comics but it's like every comic book I read now I get to the end and I'm just like eh, yeah that was cool <laughs> I guess you know and that was like when Saga came out everyone was you know I I read the first volume of Saga and I was just, I was just like oh, yeah okay and I felt bad because I'm like this is supposed to be really good and it was well done but it was just I don't know I have very eclectic taste I guess what can I say Um, but that's Stop me from buying comics that people really recommend i'm like, let me find a way to like read or read more on this before I buy it well, that problem so many times right.
0: so here's the other thing, okay so when I was in college I, one of my jobs I, I worked at i worked retail so i worked yeah. at uh I worked at a record store for a long time um back when my hair was down to my bra strap and <laughs> and a
5: pictures, so i'm not i'm not laughing Ooh, that's-
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was mullet man i mean I'm oh gonna, man. Uh, man hold on one minute i i
0: gotta i gotta i'm gonna scan these for the, the throwback but i don't know if you can see those <laughs> <Look at>
3: that.
0: <laughs> that's me B- that's me and bj probably from uh probably from about 91 or so yeah <laughs> um but um, crap! What was I saying? You're talking well, got about. Got distracted. About distracted oh, you said bra strap,
1: and then my mind just you know. Yeah, no. Just... <laughs> that I'm usually happens
0: understand. to me too. Uh, <laughs> I did not know what we were talking
5: about. I, w- I was talking about college. College, something about something when you were in college, college.
1: And you had a job. You had a, you had a oh, day
0: job. yeah,
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you, Curtis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
0: somebody should keep I, us on track. I worked in retail, right? <laughs> And, and so one of the things I, I think you have to learn to do as a, a, a reader slash buyer slash consumer is find the sources you trust. So, for instance, when I worked at a record store, uh, I have very particular taste in music. And there were, there were customers that would come in that grew to trust my taste. So they would come in and they would say, Roland, what should I buy this week? What's, what's, what's new or what, what should I try? And then because they trusted my taste, I could say, Oh, well, do you have this? Do you have that? Or this new thing has just come in. You should buy it. And, and, you know, I, I, over time, I developed a a group of customers that would come in and they would buy something simply because I recommended it. And I think Aaron, as a, as a consumer, as a comic consumer, you have to find that valued voice yourself you've right. got to you've got to find that voice that when they say i like this you're gonna go try it
5: yeah i still the, need you know, to try it from the library i guess i'm a cheapskate like that <laughs> and the, but there's lots of stuff i've i've bought from after i've read it from the library if i see it i'll buy it there's a lot of stuff i get from the library i've never seen in stores there's lots of stuff i've read uh one called Marzi, i think i've talked about uh which is a really cool book and i've never seen it in stores i just got it from the library i loved it
0: Eric Dotson uh, says, uh, "At conventions, we encourage people to open our comics before they buy them." Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. a, I think that's a great uh, I think that's a great thing because again, you're talking about the covers; they can see the covers. But if they sit there, they pick up your comic and they flip through it, then they can see uh, yeah. what the art's going to be. I think that's a great idea.
1: For me, sometimes if the cover's too good, like I'll I'll be really frank, like I think he's a phenomenal artist. But if I see an Adam Hughes cover, I I, yeah, I, I bought. Yeah. I I I'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna fall for it this time. Let me look right. at what the actual inside is, you yeah. know, or, yeah. or Travis Charest or somebody. like you know, it's like if somebody. If cover's too good, it's almost too good to be true. I'm really wary of right. the inside, you know. Yeah. So it kind of works the opposite way for me. These days, to be honest, yeah, you I know?
5: think that's why I don't do, and I could be way maybe about Roland. Do you have other ideas where you don't do alternative covers? One of the reasons why I don't do a lot of them is because I really want you know what you see on the cover is what you get inside same art style and uh, i guess that's really important to me because like curtis said i have been duped one too many times (laughs) with that (laughs) one so i'm like no don't judge you
0: you know here's the thing and 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 as a rule i absolutely agree with you but but stepping back from that i'm the creator kind of guy to okay we got to sell comics (laughs) right Right. to to sort of the publishing role it's like you know if we could get x to do a cover we might could sell more books and that helps everybody all the way around right
5: Mm -hmm. oh i know there's a catch like if i got somebody (laughs) famous or or somebody i really like to do a cover um you know and i did a cover that i uh I used to. I think if you guys looked at my my website, I do this series of prints that is more my fine art a little bit. I guess uh I, I think it's called the Edge of the Horizons. What I call the series, and I, I plan on doing another one. And it's a little more ris- risque, uh figure drawing mixed with like mechanical stuff. And I was just doing these for fun. I don't know where they came from. There was just something. It was completely different from comics. Something I was just exercising my art. And my friend liked him so much. He's like, you should do an alternate cover for his book. And I'm like, okay, well, can you send me some of your references. It's like, no, just do one of your covers I as long as it gets the same feel. And uh, I'm like, okay. And so I did uh, this lady holding like his insignia for his comic. And I don't know if anyone ever got it. I thought I liked the cover, but I think a lot of people just saw it. It's like, what is this? He loved it. <laughs> so I mean, I did it for him and that, I put it that's in... That's all know, that matters. Yeah. So that, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But it was weird yeah. that he was like, I don't really want it to be any not it, it represent anything in the comic i just wanted to have that sort of feel that you know i was like okay yeah i, so I, I can't
0: i can't break the news for him but john medic has a um a celebrity cover for this the one of the sniper and rook things that we're working on that nice. is really going to blow some people away is like
4: how did that happen
0: right not my news <laughs> to tell that's john's news right yeah but it's well, like, i was
4: i was thrilled to get mel ruby and jeff johnson on the
0: party. yes Oh, and we got to talk about That's that crazy. Jeff Johnson piece. I I I, I, I absolutely love that Jeff Johnson piece, and it just it just yeah, it needs to be a cover somewhere. We we we've got to find a maybe it's the trade cover. I don't know. Um, it's it's a gorgeous piece, and you colored that, right?
4: It did.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that just the, the whole thing is just I, I covered. I colored uh, I colored the Mel Ruby and the uh,
4: yeah, also yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah gor- gorgeous and the page. kevin
4: west piece
0: yes so here's a here's a a, a sort of a, a classic comic question for you um anybody ever order anything out of the uh, classified ads in the back
5: <laughs> no i never did but i actually saw a video of somebody Mike
0: belcher you're shaking your head no i'm almost i'm almost don't think i believe mr kentucky there you <laughs> had ordered. You had sea have ordered some the seahorses. Yeah. I,
7: sea I I, added, I added them. bought the seahorses sea like a toy store, but I never bought them off as a ad in the comic. Now, really? Oh yeah.
0: Well, I expected my, you to be the first one to pop up and say, "Yep, I did. I got seahorses."
7: No, no seahorses. <laughs> no Charles Atlas. Sea
0: monkeys. <laughs> sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. That's yeah. it. Sea monkeys. Yeah. No, no, Charles no Charles Atlas.
5: So yeah. No, there was a video. I saw some ads the other day. A- Oh, go ahead, Peter.
6: Yeah, sorry. I was uh, saying I was reading my the old ones you were dating. On one page, it literally had, uh, "Are you are you fat? And it's, Take these pills to lose weight." And then literally <laughs> yeah. on, on the next page is, "Are you too thin? Take these pills to gain mass." So, <laughs> and, k- these and, kid, kids reading these cards will have a complex by the end of the issue. <laughs> wait, wait. Was it the same address? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. What's
8: that deal you So was it the same pill?
3: Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it
8: depends. probably was.
3: Yeah. It's a
8: miracle. One size fits all. Yeah. Like that Doctor Who episode with the little you know pill the little fat guys that they eat oh, yeah, the thing yeah, and then they them yeah, yeah. out of their body and eventually they <laughs> oh, don't exist oh, yeah. anymore. So,
0: so what did you order, Curtis? Oh, I, I ordered the sea
1: monkey. Oh did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally sure. did. Did it work? Were they uh, alive? Do you know what they are? Do you guys know what they are? No. Yeah, they're they're, the they're krill. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're brine uh, shrimp.
3: Brian yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Are yeah. they really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, my dad was like, "Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't it's just do the do waste of it. money." I'm like, "But I have to know. You know, this is <laughs> Yeah. I've like, not really, really seen like his... only one we Dad. There's
0: a family. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And then and then we we put them in the water. They grew into brine shrimp. And then the next day, my uncle who had an aquarium, I went over to his place and. He was feeding them sea monkeys, the Brian shrimp. He was feeding oh. the big fish. He could have just gone to the to the uh you know <laughs> aquarium store and gotten it. So, yeah, yeah.
5: Well, it. now I, I know it. that mystery. Yeah,
7: yeah. There was <laughs> a
5: video of somebody going through all of those things, like the the tank, the X ray glasses, and actually showing yeah, what you
7: actually you, Barb.
5: Got, Barb? I
0: know you. had to order something. I didn't know. Really? Oh man, no. I feel <laughs> bad now. Eric, Eric Dotson <laughs> says I wanted the trunk of soldiers. And he actually <laughs> had the hand buzzer, so I ordered uh, let's see
4: if I was gonna order anything out of the back of the body, it would have been how to draw mm. Here, you know draw like a professional in you know three steps, whatever
0: so I ordered uh comic books uh multiple times from different vendors in the classifieds. Uh, and I ordered uh I don't know if it's talking about the same one, but Eric uh, Dotson mentioned the trunk of soldiers. I ordered uh soldiers off of the the you know, there was always a pack of World War II. Yeah. Uh it, it, they were crap. You know, no, really. they really oh they were crap. And just pl- because I had this plastic? No, oh they were skinny plastic too. They were yeah. they weren't the they weren't the army men like you know uh-huh. you, you see like yeah. in uh Toy Story. Th- those I love, right? Those that's kind of what yeah. I was expecting but this one showed tanks and planes and stuff, and they were tiny little hard plastic things that, that wouldn't even set up half the time. I hated right. those things. I've no, got I, to j- I
4: joined fan groups from the back mm. of the, the magazines.
0: Okay, like what?
4: Uh, the first one I, I joined was the ElfQuest fan group. Oh, really? I, I, I made a lot of friends that way. Wow. I, I'm still friends with some of them today. So, well, yeah. Nice.
5: Fan groups. I remember reading all the twinkie ads i still vividly remember the meatloaf <laughs> one i had no idea who meatloaf was and i see the singer is a cartoon of him eating twinkies or whatever and, <laughs> and even when i found that i'm like this guy's just who is, i didn't even know was a singer i actually did discover kiss through through those ads oh, i, I had no idea they were a band oh yeah yeah because they were, and i just like well look at all these really cool guys and i didn't even actually listen to the music i just thought they looked cool I mean, they were like superheroes. So I mean what did I know? I, yeah, I didn't even register. Later on it's like they make music? What the hell? And uh Yeah, I remember those all all the uh, the Twinkie ads or whatever. Do you guys remember uh they used to do the Saturday morning cartoon ads? Like the big yep. double page spreads of like what was coming that fall to like oh,
7: yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Those are always that, fun.
7: They had Kirby and, and Gil Kane art on them. I mean, yeah were, really? nice to see they were good work
5: yeah they were they were really cool and were this huge hey, becca,
0: share your screen will you what oh, okay yeah brett can you put uh becca and pete both up there at the same time try okay you're asking you, you try no i'm asking brett uh who no who, who no one can hear uh you try it we'll, we'll keep talking uh, okay cool yep cool um. Yeah, all right. So I'm sorry for interrupting. I see. I need to be able to, to like shut my mic off so only Brett can hear me. I can figure that out so I can give him the occasional directions.
4: We'd rather have you do interrupt us than get lost again. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric says I always wanted to see the seven foot Frankenstein. So yeah, I always wanted. Oh, yeah. to, I always wanted to order the X-ray glasses.
5: I always did see just to see
0: if they worked,
5: you know. I always want to know what they were. I mean, obviously you knew they didn't work because you're just thinking like. But like, actually, what did you see? Did you right? Was it was just like a red tinted glasses? I mean, what? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even as a kid, I'm just thinking like. They really that, have something to the back of this magazine that can do what Superman can do? That come on, that can't be yeah. real.
0: Yeah, no, I, I never, <laughs> I never believed it, but I, I, I wanted to believe it. You know, yeah, and that's the thing. Is like, the I don't believe sus- that. The I'm willing right.
4: suspension of disbelief.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's I, I desperately wanted to believe so much of that stuff back there.
7: I, I wanted the hoverboard. There was one. Uh, <laughs> um, was there? Uh, I wanted a, one. You could, act, you know, supposedly you could sit in it. And it had like three directions, and it had, you know, the supposedly a little you plans, and you use a vacuum cleaner. But it was completely ludicrous. But, you know, I wanted to, you know, around my neighborhood still riding a bike. I want to be the guy with the hoverboard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But don't you think that, that the people who put the ads in the back of comics, I mean, they knew they were targeting the exact right audience? I mean, what Dang. is reading comics, but the suspicious suspension of disbelief. Right. About superheroes and flying men, you know, oh yeah, sea monkey, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Makes perfect sense to me. (laughs)
1: Yes. I, I take a glasses.
0: <laughs> well you know Curtis if the shoe fits Barb, <laughs> I was 35 years old that was
1: seven years ago so leave me alone okay
5: <laughs> was it was it was it the promise of the happy family with yeah, the dad and the mom and the kids that's,
1: that's what it was wasn't it Curtis <laughs> it was it was you you got me you got me
5: <laughs> yeah i always wanted to know i i i have to admit i was i'm with curtis i i, I there was many times i'm like w- what are sea monkeys what i mean what are they selling yeah now now i know but yeah See, i
1: took it for the team i did it for the team and you guys mm-hmm.
5: don't have to no so i know i know that mystery. Yeah. <laughs> the next week for classes research, we will never know
4: for <laughs> research purposes thank That's you right. thank you for taking you're it you team, <laughs> first. There
5: welcome there was all you're sorts welcome. of weird stuff these i remember getting these and i don't think it was a back of comics but it might have been but there were these weird fish that were like i remember all the weird it was like a it was like a red plastic film and it was a fish and this idea you're supposed to put it in your palm of your hand and then the fish would curl up from the heat of your hand or something like that but i remember this <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: like, you know, put
5: this little plastic fish in your hand and it'll do amazing and that that was it that was and of course as a kid you're like wow look at that i mean <laughs>
1: When you, when we you were, we it, were really
5: entertained was, back then.
1: All, all that stuff was like just carny literature, basically. It really was. To, you
5: know? <laughs> it was basically selling snake oil, but the kids, and they did it really well.
7: Yeah. Well, you know, that's what comics were. They were advertising the kids. That was, the whole, yeah. you know, those, those were in there to begin with. They were, yep. You know, there was a, a medium for kids. Yep. Yeah. I
5: still remember those um,
0: ads. And you had to go beg your mom for a buck to send it in. Please, mom, please. Yeah,
4: I gotta have the X-ray glasses. <laughs>
5: yeah. well, I want to be same... able to
0: see your skeleton.
5: <laughs> well, that was the same thing with the uh, prizes and cereal boxes you would have for you know cracker jacks. Yeah, cracker jacks. Yeah, everyone wanted to get, and you always always got the tattoos. Never got yeah. the cool stuff. Yeah. Always got the one <laughs> thing I didn't want. My friend would be like, "Look, I got a puzzle." Would you get nothing? i got a rock I got a rock yeah
0: (laughs) what's the reference somebody
5: that's charlie brown (laughs) yeah yeah okay yeah i
0: always forget about charlie brown but that's not that's not the reference i'm thinking of oh it's not no it's the hulk
5: oh right. so oh, yeah. so, right.
0: so, so when they when they when the when marvel this probably i don't know exactly what year this is late 80s when marvel did their line of toys all of the all of the figures had a little something with them right they Captain them america them had, a had a shield uh falcon had uh, a red wing right and, yeah. and they all had something you know thor had the hammer hulk had a rock yeah, and and, and and it is it is one of these meta instances. In the comics, they were talking about the toys, right, and all the cool things that they had. And Hulk says, "I got a rock."
5: <laughs> I still remember he eventually moved up to bending an iron beam. Wasn't that like a steel beam he would? Bend? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah,
5: they never they never could quite figure out what to give the Hulk. They they, they I mean, you could kind of give him. And the one thing I I was, I don't know, and maybe they've done it. I remember in the comics, he would, like, pick up a car sometimes and smash the car and then make, like, these these fists out of the car. Like, he'd bend the metal over. I was like, why didn't they just do that? I mean, if I could get, like, a little Hulk figure with, like, car hands or something, I mean, Uh I would do that. But, no, it was (laughs) always, like, the same with Superman. Superman had also had the steel beam he could bend, I guess.
0: There you go. Apparently, it's from Hulk 385. And I don't know who this is here, but uh, they're like they're looking at the toys. He says, "These are so cool, right? Uh, these are cool toys." Cap comes with a shield launcher, and the surfer has a great rolling uh, surfboard. Hulk says, "I got a rock," and Punisher has all these machine guns. I got a rock.
5: <laughs> okay, so can any of you guys answer me a question? Did the Silver Surfer did they, did he ever draw him with a fin on the bottom of the surfboard? I I, I vaguely remember that one issue they actually drew a fin Uh on the bottom like a regular surfboard, but again, why would you do that in space? But I get a feeling they did that at one time, and again, it would be... I thought it was boring
4: as hell. Uh, I think
0: I I I read the the Stanley... uh, Was it Jack that did the first issue?
7: Yeah, something like that, yeah. Well, Jack created him. I mean, so. Uh,
0: Okay, so I don't, I don't mean the very. So I don't mean the very first issue because obviously I think I was too young when that came around. But then they they relaunch it somewhere in the in the late seventies, early eighties.
5: I think so. He became much more of like he kind of like clicked into that surfer culture, like the uh, Ghost Rider clicked into more of like that uh, Easy Rider. Uh, culture of like yeah. the, the bike. So see, because I was reading the history of the Ghost Rider, I always thought that was he was like a cowboy, like a, a completely white cowboy. That oh was yeah. A, and oh, then yeah. they made him, yeah. you know, into this the the motorcycle stunt right after Evil Can whatever. And I thought that was cool.
1: You ever see yeah, that yeah. album cover with Silver Surfer with uh Joe, Joe Satriani? Satriani. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah
0: was- I, listen, I had no idea who Joe Satriani was i bought the album only <laughs> Just because, because. Just silver Surfer. i'm like whoever's gonna put silver surfer on their album needs to be listened to by me <laughs> i
5: actually did have that now it's been lost to the the years but i did actually have that spider-man album does anybody remember this i i it was a I vinyl put my hands
0: on it in about 30 seconds probably
5: yeah, yeah it was like a cover and it showed him like walking or something in front of a mirror I think on the cover. It's been so many years, but I think like the whole thing is like didn't it tell the story of Spider-Man or something? in so, I don't know. I'm it a... was
0: multiple stories. There were yeah, there was like, there was like ten ten stories in there. Yeah, I I've forgotten remember. where they're from. But now, so so you remember Power Records then, right?
5: A little bit.
0: Power Records. Oh my gosh, I had I had those. That that's where they would take uh take a printed comic. And and would actually get voice actors to read through the the through the comic. Uh, I remember I got, them yeah. doing
5: that. Not, I remember them doing that a lot with the Star Wars story. And of books. to make that
0: happen for Silverline,
5: but, <laughs> but it's been a long, slow process.
0: Uh, I don't have the capabilities to do it, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to locate that yeah Um, that would be cool i'm very 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 close but the thing about it is when i send them the power records examples i'm like okay so these power records were from the late 1970s i don't want that cheesy aspect of it right i i I like what this is but let's let's take it more like a a a radio show that was kind of cool you know
5: yeah i think that would be really cool i remember the old The the old kids books had the record in the back, and it would make the chimes when you needed to turn the page.
3: And uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
5: used to have those. Why would they give records to the kids? I don't know. Because the record always was scratched, by, you know, <laughs> after a while,
4: So yeah, you're they... going for more of an old time radio feel.
0: Yes. Yeah um yeah uh because i don't because I, I love the i love the idea that you could so one of the things i loved about the power records because i had the captain america and i had the spider-man one and i, I really loved the captain america i think it's from 178 i i eventually later on got the the you know the original comic uh but i could actually read the comic and listen to the voice actors right now yeah. i listen to them now and i think man those were some bad choices for Captain America, and just saying. Right? <laughs> but you know, back when I was a kid, I mean, these were really cool because I'm listening to Cap talk and you know Sam Wilson talk and Red Wing
3: Did they do the sound effects
0: and all hey, that? Yeah, they oh, did, yeah.
7: Yeah, yeah. I had the oh, Hulk
0: one. Yeah. The Hulk one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, Hulk
7: had Hulk, versus, they had Hulk. They, yeah.
0: Hulk. Well, who was it? Hulk versus what?
7: Hulk the Abomination. So you had all ah, these rough yeah.
0: voices. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, they also had a Fantastic Four one. Um, so yeah, those. those and, and you know, I think you can find those all on YouTube now. Um, There's
5: somebody cool. that's been uh somebody on Instagram has been posting these old Masters of the Universe storybooks, and he keeps doing these. And every time I come as post, I'm like, you know, I think I had that book as a kid. <laughs> so it's weird that I'm like, that's really jogging. uh and very old brain and trying to remember something from long ago. So, but I'm always like, but now he's posted every single one that I can't remember which one I had and which one I've just seen. So now I'm yeah. the, um, anymore. So does
1: anybody recall when when Wolverine was animated like the first several times he had an Australian accent? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was like, in that. Was, yeah, so odd, so odd.
5: It was in that they they tried to launch this X Men series and they made this. The initial pilot episode called "The Pride of Kitty Pride" or something like that. Good. It Which, Yeah, it was, it was really it's amazing.
1: Better. It's better. Looking. It's,
5: it still yeah. looks good, and I think that's the one we had the Australian accent. I think that <laughs> yeah. was one of the cartoons where he had it. And, it uh, amazing friends. I think that was the Australian accent. That,
1: that that's yeah. the first one too. Yeah, when he was in the yeah. Spider Man.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, was yeah. So, I
1: was so I was so confused when when I saw that.
3: It's yeah. like he's
5: Canadian. What the, what what? You <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. So
0: Eric Dodson says uh, the fish that Aaron was talking about was a red cellophane fortune teller miracle fish from Cracker That's, Jacks.
5: What, it, that's what it was. <laughs> and I remember it was... I was he's got, always he's amazed. You've got a link
0: here on Facebook, too. Oh, nice. Good man.
5: <laughs> yeah. What we used to be amazed with as kids... I mean, now kids are like, you know engaged in virtual worlds and virtual reality back then it's like look a fish that bends in your hand what will science think of next
0: so you know? i i can't remember the speaking of the fish right i can't remember the exact numbers so just go with me on here but uh my, my daughter was reading a book about um something about how our um how our attention ha- has been uh, taken by all the all the technology right yeah and and you know there's all the scientists they they, i don't know how they do it but they calculate the 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 average attention span of a a human being and apparently they do this with animals too who knew um uh, it's
4: like a tt fly that's how my
3: attention
0: well apparently a goldfish has the attention span of about nine seconds again don't only do the exact numbers human beings now have the attention span of about seven seconds so goldfish now have a a, a higher attention span than human beings.
5: That's just because we want it. We always have to be number one, nine seconds. (laughs) We can beat that. (laughs) I
3: always always
0: thought it was because we're more like Baruka from, uh, from Willy Wonka. I want it and I want it now.
5: (laughs) Oh man. That was, I think that's the epitome of most, most people. Yeah. Yeah. But I could just, I mean, even like watching TV, have you guys ever watched clips of old TV when he did commercials? And because I remember somebody years ago mentioned, like, well, yeah, but TV, they like show something like what every 10 seconds they cut to something else. It's so fast. Once he said that, I started realizing it. Like I started noticing it. And then I would watch old TV where they would just kind of, like, even in commercials, the guy would sit at the table and actually show you the product and talk about it. And now they're like these animated little movies and stuff so yeah
1: has anybody ever seen it? it's kind of public but it's a documentary called the century of self Mm-mm. but it's, it's absolutely fascinating you can find it on youtube and it's about um pr marketing and how it started and the fascinating thing is pr started actually from sigmund freud's nephew came to the u.s and used psychoanalysis for advertising really and yeah and when you hear about how a lot of things that we experience today they use it for it's fascinating like um the first time they used it was for smoking because women didn't smoke way back when. It was a faux pas. And the tobacco industry realized if they could get women to smoke, they could double their profits because to half the population. Right. So they, they tied themselves to the suffrage movement that was going on at the time. And they had all these debutantes. They gave them cigarettes and they went ahead and they put a press release, the first time a press release was used. And they tipped the newspapers off that these women would be marching for their rights down the street, down New York, and when they reached this appropriate time and an appropriate uh, distance, they would light torches of freedom to show their solidarity and freedom. And when they got there, they all pulled out their cigarettes and started smoking.
3: And it <laughs> shocked
1: everybody. And all these women started smoking because they wanted to be strong women, just like these were. <laughs> and that's how they started it. Wow. And, and the other one, I won't go too far in it, but the other part that's fascinating is uh, Betty Crocker. I guess when Betty Crocker first came out, they were having a really hard time selling instant mix cakes because uh the women at the time that were housewives were unwilling to purchase it because they felt it was a cheat they they tied their self-worth with what they could produce for their family and it was too easy so this guy sigmund for his nephew said just tell them they have to crack an egg and throw an egg in there he goes that that one little act will be enough that they feel that they're actually making something more and they did that and so wow so, is name yeah, yeah wow. fascinating
4: yeah. He, is, uh, he the oh, one that, is he the, the one that came up with the sub, subliminal messaging? Is he the one that came
1: up with that? Yeah, yeah he's he tied to a lot of that. And, and focus oh. groups, like, and he's the one that came up with the idea of focus groups. And what most people don't know is when you have a focus group for a product. It's a psychoanalysis session is what it is, is what focus groups are, actually. Mm. So, yeah, you, I, watch it, but you'll be a little – you won't see the world. A so what
5: is, what is the name of the documentary?
1: The, the century, of, century of Self.
5: Century of, of Self. Stuff. And it's on Netflix?
1: You can find it on YouTube. I think it was a BBC production maybe or something, but it's fascinating.
5: fascinating. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I like the. I'm always interested in psychological stuff, so yeah, I'm going to write that yeah. down. Yeah,
1: yeah, crazy stuff. Okay.
0: Well, my clock says uh, uh, 1048, so uh, I guess we need to be winding down here. Uh, as always, it's been fun, guys. Uh, fun conversation. Um, so... Wednesday, no, tomorrow night. Um, for the Silverline one-on-one, I will be talking one-on-one with R. A. Jones. Um, yep, longtime uh, veteran comic book writer and um, writer of uh, Twilight Grim, and also uh, the co-writer for uh, Divinity. So, R. A. has been been working in comics for a long, long time. So, come on. Uh, bring some questions, ask some questions. I've got a whole list of my questions that I'm going to ask him, you know, uh, about his comics, uh, comic background, reading and all that kind of stuff. But you bring your questions too. Uh, Wednesday then, the Wednesday Wham group uh, will be on uh, and then us, and then we will be on again next week. And we're going to be talking about casting our comics. We're going to oh. talk about uh, people we would like to see in our comics, the comics that we're working on. So you guys got some homework, right? you can, you can, uh, look up some some actors actresses that you want in your comics Now we're not going to cast the next avengers we're casting our comics okay so um so don't just do yours but um but cast uh you know think about some of the others as well so so becca think about cast for uh divinity right who who you might place in divinity that that kind of thing um Uh, well, I'm seeing some messages Kazisi says, thanks guys. Cool topic. Uh, Tommy says, great talk guys. Good stuff. Um, so that's, um, that's next week. Uh, this coming week, this is uh, all what's happening as we move forward. Um, what else? Uh, don't forget our merch store. I'll put all the links in the appropriate places online, but now let's go around and tell everyone where you can, where they can find you on the interwebs, Delia, we'll start with you since you're the since you're a first timer here. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We just, as, as I told you when I first reached out to you, we just talk comics. Um, yeah, it's a way to cool. push Silverline. It's a way to push us, and and just kind of have a cool time hanging out. So, where can people find you on the interwebs?
8: Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at a underscore delia. M A R I E. So A underscore Dilia Marie. Um, yeah, that's where I am And Facebook. I think it's like Dilia Marie Art or something okay. like that.
0: So be sure um, just before or just after you get off of here, zap those links to me so sure. that I can I can include it
5: here.
8: Yeah, no problem.
5: Excellent,
0: mm-hmm. Aaron. What about you? Where can folks find you on the interwebs?
5: Uh, Instagram on uh, at A A L H thirty eight one zero. Uh, that's my handle. Facebook at Humphreys Illustration. H U M P H R E S. Uh I'm on there and then you can find my Goblins on webtoons. Just search Goblins you'll find it. Um I think that's it. I think that's most of it. Yeah. <laughs> right now.
1: All right.
0: Curtis, how about you? Where can books find you on the web? <laughs>
1: Sure, you can find me on Facebook. It's Curtis Fujita. Um, you can also find myself and my martial arts school on Instagram and YouTube, uh, Tiger Crane 805. Those are the places you can find me. Cool. Pete, how about you? Where can folks find you
0: on the, the British um,
6: webs? So, yes, it's the British one, it's the better one. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Peter Clinton Art is Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, Instagram is where most things go first. Um, I have a webtoons and there's an Instagram comic as well, but I think I've sent you all links for that. So, if people want to find them, check out oh. the links.
0: What, what's the? Uh, I think I, I think I read your webtoons. One. Remind me which one it was. Is, is webtoons
6: it the- is the, the pirate one.
0: Yeah, I read it. Cool. And then cool the, the Instagram like comics. Two episodes or, up.
6: Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. they take they take so long. <laughs> I don't have time to do them. That's,
0: that's why um, it's called work.
6: Yeah. Uh, and I've got an Instagram comic, which I was doing weekly, but I've just, uh, I've got too busy. Yeah. So I've, I've got two more chapters to go on that. Um, and then we'll, we'll see if I do another one.
0: Cool. So yeah. how much of a, d- a delay is it, the, inter- the internet, to get across the tunnel? The, tr- the channel, I mean. The tunnel. The channel is actually the tunnel, right? The channel.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> uh, you have to get your own translation of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's why I love Google Translate. That's right. Barb, what about you? Where can folks find you on the interwebs?
4: There's my name, Barb Kalberg, and you can find me or Barbara Kalberg uh, by that name um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
0: Did you swipe that from San Diego Comic Con? I
4: did. <laughs> <laughs> the, from the Malibu. From the Malibu. Uh,
0: oh, cool. Yeah. I so desperately wanted to be there for that. Yep, I was a guest. cool. Yeah, the only I have a uh, you can't see it from here, but up on my wall, I have a whole bunch of my badges just dangling from a a, a clip up there. Becca, how about you? Where can folks find you on the interwebs?
5: Apparently, she's already ahead of the game. Yes,
3: yeah.
2: I remember to write it down so you can find me on Instagram at comic art or Twitter that I really need to start using at <laughs> rrwinslow eight ninety. Or Facebook at Rebecca, I think I'm, my name is, Winslow. That's my name. Rebecca
7: Winslow. <laughs> okay.
0: And, 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 and Becca, I'll, I'll have all the links to make sure. Yes. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Uh,
7: you can find me, Mike W. Belcher, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then you can find Man in the Mask on Webtoons and amkcomics.com.
0: And and that's you're always updating it. How how often do you update Man and Mask?
7: Uh well, I have been doing it weekly, but I'm I'm mm. a little bit of a, of a hiatus. You know, trying to you know catch up on some real work. So, but a week or two, everything should be back and running again. So
0: like a, like is this like a page a week?
7: Uh actually, I've been trying to do about eight pages a week. Wow. Um, I, well, I, uh, I, you know, I I got you know with like I said, slow down of work. I got up quite a bit, so I try to put a little break in there so that I always got something in the tank
3: gotcha
7: so I, i've been trying to make pages a clip but you know probably it'll slow down but right now it's what i'm trying to do
0: yeah that's that's a lot of pages
7: yeah all right
0: big... well sounds good well i am rolling man you can find me at man rolling on twitter and rolling man on uh facebook and then all the other places i'll put them in the links below and until next time remember to thank you for listening to the silver line podcast i hope you enjoyed the episode We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.